The Word in the World. You're listening to The Word in the World podcast, a resource to help make the world around you make sense. Let's zone in and share with each other our knowledge, encouragement, wisdom, and understanding. This is The Word in the World. Welcome back to the Word in the World podcast. We bring you topics, talk, and truth. Everything from the news to the New Testament. So we are back with another episode mm-hmm. of the Word in the World. Yeah. <laughs> and we just wanted to do something a little different. Yeah. <laughs> Switch it up on me. <laughs> uh, so tonight we wanted to talk about a story from the Bible. Yeah. Right, but before we even go there, we wanted to give you how it came about. Yeah. Right. The story we're talking about actually comes from First Samuel chapter one. It's a story of Hannah and Peninnah. Mm. Um, and we'll get to that in a moment. But uh just wanted to tell you how it all started. Right. So I told Jay about this last week or so. But my wife and I, we recently moved into a a new house, I guess about I guess about a year ago, mm-hmm. a little over a year. Yeah, and we had a neighborhood meeting because our neighbors wanted to throw a block party, mm-hmm. right? So we had a neighborhood meeting. It was kind of impromptu or whatever, but we're all standing out, you know, in the middle of all all the houses and everything um, at this pavilion across the street. And so we're standing there, and we have our meeting about the block party. But the entire time we're having this meeting. I'm unable to focus. Wow. Right? Because I'm looking around and like I'm just thinking to myself, like the enemy really got into my mind. Yeah. And he's like, you know, telling me like, you don't have what they have, man. Mm. You guys are struggling in comparison to them. They got nice cars. They're all established. You know, they got two incomes. Mm. You just got the one, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know, man. He just really got in my head and started just kind of telling me all these things. And so I was barely even functioning. Wow. I was barely even functioning at this meeting that mm-hmm. we were having it's like everybody was talking about all of her was like wah, 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 wah. you know yeah. like the whole charlie brown thing because i'm so in my mind about these ridiculous thoughts yeah right and i come back to or whatever right <laughs> i snap out of it towards the end of it and you know they were talking about how they had had all these issues with their houses yeah right and they were talking about oh man like my basement flooded my whole yard burned up my AC went out. Yeah. All kinds of ridiculous issues mm. that my wife and I have not experienced with our house. Yeah. Anyway, so I'm sitting there. I hear them talking about all these issues that they had. Mm-hmm. And I didn't really think too much of it, you know, like at the time. Because I still had all the other thoughts yeah. on my mind just kind of lingering. Right. And my wife noticed. Right. Uh-huh. She's like, what's wrong with you? You know, I'm being a husband. I'm like, nothing. <laughs> I, I, I know I'm something's right. wrong with you. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm good. You know, she's like, I know something's wrong with you. Just tell me what's wrong. And I'm like, man, nothing. So she asked me, you know, 20 more times. And then I tell her. Yeah. Right. I'm like, you know, while we were standing out there, I just couldn't stop thinking this and that and this and that. She was like, what? Like, yeah. Are you serious? Like, what's wrong with you? Like, yeah. that, right? <laughs> this must be a man thing. You know, I feel like I feel like men do do that more. I don't know. Because women do it, too. I'm not yeah. even going to make a general statement like that. Yeah, I, I think, think it's just, you know, both both of us, men and women, do this comparison thing. It's well, just comparison. I mean, and I mean, the enemy works on both of us yeah. with, with lies about, you know, how you are insufficient or inadequate yeah. and all that. Yeah. Right, right. And so um, later that night, right, I guess it was really like the next day kind of because it's two in the morning. Mm-hmm. 
I wake up and God is just telling me like read. Yeah. You need to read your Bible. Mm. Like that, right? And at that moment I realized like how long it had been since I like really cracked open my word and read. Yeah. And I'm like, wow, like all right, you're nudging me to spend time with you. I'm not gonna say no. Right. I'm not gonna ignore that. I'm gonna do that. So I opened the word and I'm like, you know what? Um let me just read from somewhere that I know I'm not familiar with just to have something new, something fresh. Yeah. Right. And so I'm like, what do you really know about first Samuel? Mm. What do you know about the book of Samuel period? Mm -hmm. I know some general things, you know, uh, that David's in there and, Mm -hmm. you know, the first King Saul's in there and the prophets. I know the general things, but you got to get to the details when you talk about God's word. Yeah. Right. So I'm like, man, let me just start from first Samuel chapter one Mm -hmm. and just start reading. And so the first story uh, that is in there is about Hannah and Panenna. Mm-hmm. Like I had seen the story. Like we've all kind of heard the story like in church, like growing up, but yeah. like this time around, mm-hmm. <laughs> it just hit me completely different. You that know? living word. Yeah. Like, yep. It's incredible how you can see the same story over and over and over again. But when God has something for you, mm-hmm. you see it completely different. Mm-hmm. You know, when he's trying to get across a message, hit you know it's tucked into somewhere <laughs> yeah that you just couldn't see before yeah you know it's like revealed to you yeah right it's like he opens your eyes so you can see it he said he has hidden treasures mm. for you you know yeah and that's that's exactly <laughs> what happened riches. man <laughs> secret riches hidden treasures bro so let me let me kind of just like go through this story a little bit i'm not going to like read the scriptures i just implore <laughs> i implore you guys that's only funny if you heard the last episode, I right? <laughs> but I implore you guys to go read First Samuel chapter one, this story, right, of mm-hmm. Hannah and Panenna. Um, Let me get to it real quick. Ah, uh, where you at? Here we go. So in First Samuel chapter one, there's a story of a man named Elkanah, mm-hmm. and he has two wives, right? And so I've already given the wives' name. It's yeah. Hannah and Panenna. Right. And so here's the deal. He has two wives. Uh One of them can have children. Yeah. And the other cannot. Okay. Right. So I'm kind of like leaning on you a little bit because I know you know a lot about like the the Jewish history and the culture. I know you're like our our historian (laughs) for the show. Yeah. Right. Right. But just in that culture. Right. Like they considered a woman who was barren to be cursed. Yeah. Right. So it was a big thing. If you couldn't have children, mm-hmm. right? Like it was kind of like a shameful thing. So what's interesting about this story is that the woman who could have the children, which was Panenna, right? she would tease Hannah mm-hmm. all the time, right? So like it says that when they went to go worship God at Shiloh, mm-hmm. right? And make offerings and sacrifices to him. The entire time, Panenna will always be kind of teasing and provoking Hannah. Mm. And then it also mentions the fact that the husband, he loved Hannah. Yeah. Right? But it doesn't mention that he loved Panenna. Mm. You're probably like listening right now. You're like, all right, where are they going with this? Mm-hmm. So I'm reading the story at two in the morning and it hits me like a ton of bricks. Like the Holy Spirit is like from the outside looking in, just you would you would look at this situation mm-hmm. and you would think that he loved 
Peninna. Yeah. Because she's the one who had all the children. Yeah. Right? But it, instead, his love was really for Hannah. Mm. Right? That's who, like, he was really about for real. Yeah. Right? But she didn't have any children. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? So it's like looks can be very deceiving. Yeah. The real thing with this story is Hannah allowed Peninna to get to her. Mm. Right? She got aggravated. She got upset. Mm-hmm. She was provoked. She was affected by all these things that Panetta was doing, mm-hmm. right? So it's like she overlooked the fact that she had the husband's love yeah. and she became affected by her enemy. Yeah, You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And so here's what hit me like a ton of bricks. It's like, here I am standing with my neighbors. Mm-hmm. I'm looking around at all this because I got like the smallest house on the block, right? Mm-hmm. And so that's one of the thoughts the enemy gave me. So I'm thinking, oh, they got bigger houses. They got, you know, better cars. They got all this new stuff. They got everything. Okay. And I'm, we struggling over here. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? And so it's like the enemy in my mind was provoking me. Yeah. Right? But in that moment, it's like what I didn't realize is, but I got a relationship. Mm. I'm loved. You know, like the word says that Christ is the husband and the wife is the church. Mm -hmm. Right. So it's like what I forgot in that moment is like I am loved by the husband. Wow. Regardless of what I have. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like whatever. Like, you know, I'm not going to sit here and say I don't have anything. Well, yeah. And even she got she got like the choice meat. Yeah. At dinner and stuff like that um, from the husband. And, you know, she was shown this this favor even in that kind of way and you know yeah so that was another detail um that i didn't mention earlier when i was kind of narrating through this story right yeah. but it's like <laughs> it mentions the fact that when the husband would make the offering mm-hmm. like after you gave the offering you made the sacrifice you got to keep the meat mm-hmm. right the priest would you know share the meat with you right and so it said that the husband would give panina and her offspring or whatever kids children <laughs> offspring i don't know why i said that seedlings <laughs> all right <laughs> but but they got like they got some meat yeah right but it says when he gave hannah her meat mm-hmm. it was a double portion mm-hmm. it was a cho- like the niv says a double portion the king james version says a choice you know like a choice yeah. meat. you know what i'm saying like you be talking like a, a better cut a yeah. bigger port like she got more double for her trouble yeah <laughs> exactly right <laughs> But, like, in comparison to Panetta and hers, yeah, Hannah had less. Right, right. But still, the little that she had mm-hmm. in comparison to Panetta and hers mm-hmm. was still a better cut yep. than what Panetta and hers had. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So it's like we got we to gotta be, you know, even if it appears to be a little bit yeah. in comparison, like, we got to just be thankful for it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? See and so, the value in it. Yeah, like, yeah. See, the, see the value in what we do have. And so... Like I was saying, at the end of that meeting, mm-hmm. you know, at, at two o'clock in the morning is when I really, really recalled this. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking about it. I'm like, yo, they were talking about ACs going out, basements flooding, mm-hmm. all kinds of problems and issues, you mm-hmm. know, that we have not experienced whatsoever. Mm-hmm. Nothing even close. Wow. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And so when I saw like, oh, okay, we got what appears to be the lesser portion in comparison. Yeah. It's still the choice portion Mm. you know what i'm saying it's blessed i'm thinking about like how it says when god gives to you Mm. he has no sorrow Mm -hmm. so anyway it's three o'clock in the morning he's bringing this to to my mind like you have a relationship with me how dare you be jealous of what anybody else has Mm. 
And then he brings to my attention this scripture, right, in the Hannah and Peninnah story, which says, it's verse 8, Then said Elkanah, her husband, to her, Hannah, Why weepest thou, and why eatest thou not? Because she wouldn't even eat. You know, she was so disturbed. He said, Why is thy heart grieved? He says, Am I not better to thee than ten sons? Wow. Like that, you know? So it's like he, he like, the Holy Spirit was like really driving this in, you know, to the point where I'm, I'm almost like crying. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because I'm like, how could I overlook how amazing God's been to me? Mm. Just evaluating and comparing material things yeah. that ultimately don't mean anything. Right. So um, I guess my point is we have everything we need yeah. in God mm. already. The enemy is so subtle. He's so slick. Like mm-hmm. he wants to take your focus off of God so much and what God's done for us so much, mm-hmm. you know, that he'll have us, he'll have us, you know, cause in that moment I was totally distracted. I wasn't even functioning. Yeah. <sighs> Dang. Yeah, man. It, but, but it took that to draw you nearer and get this further understanding. Yeah. Though. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So. Yeah. I'm thankful for the whole situation. It's like he, yeah. he kind of, He'll allow you to go there sometimes. Oh yeah, just to just to correct you, mm-hmm. you know. And, and it's like it's like with Job, like you know, you thought this was for you know bad, but God was like, nah, let me let me build Marcus up through that, yeah, real quick, you know. And so that's just exactly what happened, man. It just I feel like I had a wake up call, mm-hmm. you know, like pay attention to mm-hmm. what really matters, to what actually has value, right? You know, man. So so what else do we see in it? What else like did you get out of the uh, this chapter and the story? So <laughs> there's another part to this story mm-hmm. where Hannah, she gets so provoked. Mm-hmm. She gets so irritated and just annoyed by Penina, you know, just kind of teasing her. But the way she handles it mm. is astonishing. Hmm. Right. Okay. So it's like, like, I don't know, bro. Like if you, if you just annoyed me and irritated me. Yeah. Right. I don't know if, if I would have the same response that she had. Okay. Like, cause what she did is she, it says that she just, she went to the Lord mm. and she started just crying, you know, and, and praying in her bitterness, mm. you know, let me, let me make sure I'm reading. Oh, here, here it is. It says, and she was in bitterness of soul mm. and prayed unto the Lord and wept sore. Wow. But then she vowed a vow and said, O Lord of hosts. If thou will indeed look on the affliction of thine handmaid and remember me and forget not thine handmaid, but will give unto thine handmaid a man child, then I will give him unto the Lord all the days of his life. Wow. And there shall no razor come upon his head. Mm. Right. And so Mm. there are a few things about this that are like really, really interesting. Mm -hmm. Matter of fact, let let me read a little bit more and you'll see what I mean. Once after a sacrificial meal at Shiloh, Hannah got up and went to pray. Eli, the priest, was sitting at his customary place beside the entrance of the tabernacle. Hannah was in deep anguish, crying bitterly as she prayed to the Lord. And she made this vow. O Lord of heaven's armies, if you will look upon my sorrow and answer my prayer and give me a son, then I will give him back to you. He will be yours for his entire lifetime. And as a sign that he has been dedicated to the Lord, his hair will never be cut. As she was praying to the Lord, Eli watched her, seeing her lips moving but hearing no sound. He thought she had been drinking. Must you come here drunk? He demanded. Throw away your wine. Oh, no, sir, she replied. I haven't been drinking wine or anything stronger, but I am very discouraged. And I was pouring out my heart 
to the Lord. Don't think I am wicked, for I have been praying out of a great anguish and sorrow. In that case, Eli said, go in peace. May the God of Israel grant the request you have asked of him. And she responds and says, oh, thank you, sir. She exclaimed. Then she went back and began to eat again and was no longer sad. So, man, there's so many incredible things about this, mm-hmm. about what, like, transpired, yeah. right? So, a few things, right? Before we even, like, come to this part of Scripture, like, earlier in the story, it mentions that the Lord had shut up her womb, mm. right? So, there are other stories in the Bible, right? Other women who were barren, yeah, right? But it doesn't make that particular statement that the Lord had shut up her womb, right? Right. So this is unique already, right? This is the Lord's doing. It says that several times in the story. This is the Lord's doing that her womb was shut up, mm. right? And so here it is. You have Hannah, who cannot have children because her womb is shut up, okay. being provoked by a woman who has children just easily, mm-hmm. right? And so mm. what's interesting is this other person, you know, everything was kind of going their way. Yeah. But for Hannah, God would not open her womb yeah. until she prayed in a way that would give God glory in the end. Ooh. You see? Yeah. It's like the blind man. Mm. You know, when Jesus was, when they were like, you know, who sinned? Like his parents or why is he blind? Like, yeah. did he sin? Or And Jesus was like, this man isn't blind because of his sin, but because of the glory of God. Like, right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So that I could like give him his sight and I get the glory. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And so even talking about that glorification, mm. it's like she didn't just have some normal child. Mm-hmm. She had the prophet Samuel. My God. You see what I'm saying? Mm. So it's like, oh, he continued to get the glory out of this blessing. Mm-hmm. And he said, my ways are not your ways. Yeah. Yeah. My thoughts are not your <laughs> thoughts. I don't, I don't operate like y'all. And then the other thing about it is her prayer Right, what really struck me about her prayer is it was so specific. Mm. Like, let me have a son. Yeah. And, you know, this is going to happen and that is going to happen. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't just like a loose prayer. Yeah. It wasn't like, Father, bless me. No, she requested the very thing that she wanted. Mm. And the very thing that she requested is what she ended up with. Wow. Right? But even before she got her prayer answered, she did something even more significant to me. Mm-hmm. When the priest finally acknowledged the fact that she wasn't drunk. Yeah. Right. And he understood that she was praying out of a sorrowful heart. Mm-hmm. And he said, OK, let your request be granted. Her reaction was as if it was already done. It says, in that case, Eli said, go in peace. May the God of Israel grant the request you have asked of him. Oh, thank you, sir. She mm. exclaimed. And then she went back and she started eating again. And she was no longer sad. Wow. So after she. <laughs> yeah. After the man of God said, oh, it's done. Yeah. Right? It's like she believed that and held on to that and started acting accordingly. Right? Because, man, it's crazy. It's crazy. So it's like, you know, she didn't even hesitate. Like, oh, is it done? Oh, is it going to happen? There was no doubt. She trusted God. Even though up until that point, there was nothing that said, you know, Mm. this is a God you should be relying on right now. Yeah. Incredible. Incredible. So. <laughs> I don't understand it, man. Yeah, so it's amazing. That's uh, that's it. But I just thought it would be interesting to kind of, you mm-hmm. know, like There's so much in there. Go ahead. Yeah, it's it's a lot in this story. We don't usually talk about individual stories like this. Mm-hmm. Like 
we're usually talking about topics that span, you know, like the entire Bible. Yeah. Right. Some overarching like theme or something like that. But yeah, I think we should start getting into these stories. Yeah. Because they're really, really, they have a lot of detail, you know, so and they really rich. reveal a lot about how we should act mm-hmm. or what we should be doing. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Seeing the way she acted after she prayed. Mm. That's big. Yeah. yeah. Because the Bible says, right, it's Mark 11 and 24. Mm-hmm. Like, if you believe that you have received what you ask for when you pray, yeah, then it is yours. Mm. Right? So it's like, we're not supposed to walk away from prayer guessing anymore. No. Like, when you like when we say amen, amen is it is done. It is done, yes. Right? Like, it's already happening. Yeah. It's already unfolding. It's already in the process of manifestation already. Mm-hmm. Right? So there should be no more, like, oh, Father, you know, I, I know I asked you for it yesterday. Yeah. But can you do it? Yeah. You know what I mean? Nah. Should be confident in it. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Approach the throne boldly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right? But it makes you feel like you shouldn't uh, just casually pray mm. you know like it makes yeah. you think like you should pray with like really specific intent yeah and come from a place of you know like she said she was praying in anguish mm-hmm. so you know you should have it should be like a desire uh oh it should be like a spiritual desire that is very strong when you pray it shouldn't just be you know uh oh um, well I don't know what I'm trying to say. No, nah, I know but. exactly what you mean. It's like, I think about that sometimes. Like the word says, I'll give you the desires of your heart. Mm-hmm. And when we think of the desires of our heart, we think about silly things like, oh, I want to be rich. Yeah. Right. I want this. I want, but those aren't the true desires of your right. heart. Right. Those are things that you, you know, you they may change them all. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or not, not even something that you dwell on every day. Mm-hmm. You don't, you don't think about being a millionaire all day, every day. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That's not something you really are set on for real right but if you are provoked <laughs> you know if you want if you can't have a child yeah and you want a child that's what you're that's what you're constantly reminded of that's, that's a desire now that's in your heart mm-hmm. you know what i mean that's a true desire of your heart that's yeah. something that is that is dwelling in you constantly mm-hmm. right the thought of it right um or if, some, if a family member is sick and you can't get it off your heart your mm-hmm. mind because you're, con- you're concerned and worried about that person that's a true desire yeah of your heart you know, but it's not just things on a whim. Right. And it's that's, like that's when it says pray without ceasing. It's like mm. pray, you should be praying about those types of things yeah. without ceasing, like constantly in your spirit. Just be praying about that stuff. Yeah. yeah. Another thing that's really stuck out to me about this was um, her prayer was concerned with God's will. Mm. Right. Like she immediately said, oh, I dedicate this one back to you. Mm-hmm. It was all about his will. And it makes me think of that scripture that says the reason you don't get the things you ask for is because you waste them on your own. Ooh, yep. Your own desires. Yeah. Right. Seeking your own gain. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But she wasn't even she was so not concerned with her own. Like, think about it. She had been tormented by this woman with all these kids. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. And when she finally has the opportunity to have one, she doesn't hold on to it and to tease Penina back, but she gives it back to the Lord. Mm-hmm. Like not she my just, will, but she, your will be done. Yeah. It's like, she just wanted his glory of childbirth just to be. Yeah. You know, like yeah. you said, I could be fruitful. Mm. So just let, let, <laughs> let your work be done. Through wow. Me. That's all. Yeah. That's powerful. Yeah. <laughs> so it's, just, it's so many details in this story, mm-hmm. man. It's so many things to take away from it. It's, it's really, really. It's encouraging, bro. Very. Mm-hmm. And all of, all of these stories are, mm-hmm. you know, but 
like I personally need to take a second look at a lot of these. Yeah. You know? And so I am literally like crawling through scriptures, mm -hmm. you know, forgetting what I knew mm -hmm. or what I thought I knew. Not making any assumptions like, oh, I know how this goes. And nah, because you miss out on so much like that. Mm. You know? What does it say to man who thinks he knows something, knows nothing? Mm. <laughs> right? That's scripture, by the way. Paul says that. Uh -huh. I forget which book, but he says that, you know? So is that what he says? It's to, it's, to that effect. To that effect. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, man. Like I don't want to act like I know something anymore. Yeah. You know, I really want to kind of wipe it all away and start afresh. Mm -hmm. And um, whatever, I guess if I, when I come across it, it'll either be new or just confirmed. Yeah. But either way, you know, I'm not skipping over the details anymore. Okay. And it'll be exciting to come back and, and share, like on the podcast, like those details because mm -hmm. it shows us so much. You yeah. Know? Yeah, but that's it, man. That's good stuff, that's man. That's it, man. So, all right. <laughs> Encouraging words. Yeah. I love it. That's all we got. So, <laughs> later. All right. All right. <laughs> Thank you guys for checking out this episode of the Word in the World podcast. We hope you guys enjoyed it. Please remember to rate, review, subscribe, and repost with the hashtag, the Word X the World podcast. Also, we'd love to hear from you, so please send your questions, comments, praise reports, and testimonies, basically any and everything. We just want to talk to you guys. Send everything to contact us at thewordxtheworld.com. Have a great week, and be sure to check out next week's episode. Peace.